Folks, well, you know you're in for a treat when you hear that tune because it's time for another week of the Rec Poker Podcast. Thanks for joining me this week. This is the forums edition of the show where we're going to be taking a hand from the Rec Poker forums and talking about it here on the air. Um, I have to thank our sponsors, the wonderful folks over at the Running Aces Hotel Racetrack and Casino. I have to thank our wrecking crew members because they're the magic makers that have help us do everything that we do here at Rec Poker. We could not do what we do without the wrecking crew. My name is Jim Reed. I'm Blusterini in the home game and at Rec Poker Jim on Twitter. Um, if you want to find out about me and the rest of the wrecking crew, you can go to rec.poker slash crew, but you're about to meet a few of them here tonight. Well, I'm Chris Jones. You can find me 5B5 on Twitter or 5x5 in the Poker Stars home game. I'm Kim Kilroy. I'm PatVat33 Pat and sometimes 4056 in the home game. And I'm Rob Washam and I'm Rabman50 just about everywhere. I'm Taylor Moss. I'm at Taylor underscore Moss on Twitter and GopherBoy, TJM in the Rec Poker uh, home game. Now, is that... Is that the Taylor Moss that we have joining us tonight? That's that is that the 2022 Rec Poker No Limit Hate, No Limit Hold'em Player of the Year, Taylor Moss? And mixed game, but uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you got to give me somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had Taylor in the room since his magnificent performance, but we should say if you're listening to this when it comes out, it's mid January 2023. And uh, Taylor recently won the No Limit Hold'em Player of the Year points race and the Mixed Game Player of the Year points race. So, how does it feel, Taylor, uh, to have peaked as a person? Uh, great, because it can only go downhill from here, right? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm at the top. Uh, congrats on me and uh, reaching the top. That's how it feels to all of us down here. Um, so congratulations again. Very, very impressive performance. Um, can't wait to see what 2023 20, has in store for you. Um, on Not only in the Rec Poker home games, but uh, in everything else that you're doing with that great big poker brand of yours. Um, and if you're interested in uh, learning more from Taylor... Every Wednesday night, he's at uh, twitch.tv slash rec poker, um, tw- uh, streaming his home game play and some other fun things that come down the way. Uh, so go feel free to check that out anytime. Throw him a subscription and let him know that uh, uh, you're enjoying the show. Taylor uh, really does explain a lot of his actions and he engages with the audience. A great way to get inside his head. Um, so yeah, that uh, was the the fun part of the, the whole thing. The every single player of the year series was streamed live on Twitch. So you could have uh, watched the whole thing play out from start to finish uh, from January all the way through December. Amazing. Um, And Taylor did actually call his shot too. I I know Chris, we'll move on from this in just a second, but um, uh, no, it's just really impressive. You did call a shot. Did you, did you claim, did you predict that you were going to win both player of the year races? I did. Uh, On the very last Twitch stream of 2021, uh, I was upset with uh, my performance from the 2021 uh, series because I got like 18th or 20th or something like that um, in the Player of the Year series, and I did not like that. So I said, you know what, we're going to go win that, and we're going to keep up our success from the mixed game. So um, a fluke, you can call it. 
Uh, that's definitely what we're calling it. Uh, but by congratulations, <laughs> and uh, we can't forget Rob Washington, who was uh, right behind you there in the No Limit Hold'em uh, Player of the Year race as well. So congratulations for Rob for a year well played. But you just couldn't couldn't catch up with uh, Taylor Moss, that Gopher boy, TJM. He knows what he's doing. He was a man on fire in the Boca World this year. Uh, but that's enough about 2022. We are looking forward into 2023. So normally when we get together here on Monday nights in the forums edition, we're going to talk strategy. We're going to talk a little kind of meta strategy tonight. We're looking at a forum post by Roger Schutte, who's graphics 16 in the home game. Um, Roger is a fantastic human. Um, He's been a premium member here at Rec Poker for a long time, and he helps us out a lot. You know, Rec Poker, we talk about this all the time. It's a largely volunteer-based organization. We really depend on the support of our premium members and our active community members. Um, Roger gets elbows deep in the post-production aspects of the podcast every week and um, helps us out a lot, making sure it sounds crisp and nice. Uh, Cuts out a lot of my rambling. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, can you imagine? Um, and add some images that our listeners can uh, follow along and get to know who the guest is and that kind of thing. Um, so, Roger, thanks for all your help. Uh, it, we really do appreciate it and the time that you put in to uh, making this whole experience better for everybody. Um, Roger Shooty, buy the guy a beer if you see him. Um, so he has posted here about a New Year's poker resolution. And uh, I think it's important to set goals. It's important to be aimed in the right direction. Um, and one of the ways that we give ourselves the best chance of succeeding possible is by setting good goals. So Roger's got a uh, goal and he's interested in some accountability. So Roger, we took you at your word and you're not only accountable in the rec poker forums, but we're taking you on the air here as well. It says in order to have some accountability, I'm declaring today that I'm going to win 12 plus home games in 2023. To do this, I intend to be much more committed to my poker studies and increase my focus when playing. Wish me luck. So, Roger, I think you're thinking about things exactly correctly. Um, being more committed to your poker study is a great thing to be to have as a goal because that's something that you can control. That's something you can decide to put time aside for and to invest that time in those activities and to increase your focus while playing. That's another fantastic goal um, because you do have the ability to only play when you're playing your A game to not have another window open or to be scrolling Twitter or something on your phone while you're playing, to be paying attention, to be, you know, mastering tilt, that kind of thing. Um, And then the goal itself of winning 12 plus home games in 2023, I don't know. I'll open this up to the panel. It's a good thing to be aiming for and it's, but it's not something that we get to control. So some people say that it's not a great goal because we shouldn't be setting goals for things that are kind of out of our hands. It would be like, you know, we want to get to 2000 rec poker community members in 2023. That would be great. Um, We just passed 1000 in December, um, but it's not something that we can control. We could say, well, we're going to, you know, do X and Y and Z to try and get more community members. Maybe those goals would be something that we had a little more control over. Um, So uh, Rob, I see that you're unmuted. When you think about planning and goal setting and that kind of thing, what's your take on this tension here? I I like his uh, thought pattern about studying and, you know, learning how to making sure he focuses when he is playing. I mean, those are very definite goals that you can make. But at the same time, maybe by him telling us that it was a goal to win 12 was not really 
what he was doing. Maybe he was calling his shot. Mm. You know, we we heard we heard Keck Geek sixty five call his shot, and the the famous calling his shot was Taylor last December, telling everybody he was going to win both the Player of the Year. I mean, were those goals or was he calling his shot? I mean, it was a goal, obviously, but at the same time, um, he just was calling his shot. So I think Roger may be just calling his shot right here. At least he included a couple of areas that he was going to focus on to help him reach his shot, <laughs> you could say. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that because I... I... I mean, we started off this this episode kind of like, you know, meta for uh, how the episode was going to go because we talked about uh, myself calling the shot. But like it, you could call that a goal of mine, but I feel like to actually like have that be a goal like that was not like my goal last year. Obviously, it was a great result and a, a result I was striving for. But like I can't control either of those things. Like it's 12 tournaments throughout the year. Uh, a bad result or someone else um, getting some positive variance or something like that completely crushes my ability uh, to fulfill that goal. Uh, so I, I think the goal should be kind of the other things he was talking about, the more focused when he's playing, that is a very good goal to have to be focused when you're playing to play more uh, to dedicate yourself and say, you know, Hey, I only played, you know, one day a week, two day out of the week, uh, this past year, this this year, I'm going to do three. Uh, I'm going to play in, you know, 150 uh, tournaments throughout the year, something like that. That is a better achievable goal. And then I think the like, hey, I'm going to get this many wins is kind of just the like calling your shot, trying to like throw something out there. Because part of the reason why I did it, um, you know, social media, the platform being on the Twitch stream, it's it's better for me to to do something like that because then I, I get the little bit of added like publicity or like pizzah to that. Um, if I was just someone playing by myself, I don't think I would you know call that shot or put that out there. But um, I think it's important to understand that. And Rob hit on it immediately. That's like you know how controllable are these goals? Uh, to be more dedicated, to study more. Those are all great goals. Uh, other things are kind of just like uh, stretch goals or uh, results that you're hoping to achieve. Yeah, I really like that idea of the difference between a goal and calling your shot, because I think there's lots of different ways to motivate yourself. Uh, and, you know, having good goals can be part of your success plan, you know, part of the route that you take to your success. Um, but that they're not necessarily the whole equation, motivating yourself, giving yourself that kind of chip on your shoulder, you know, whatever it is. Um, now that can have good and bad effects, I suppose. Like I remember when I, I used to smoke cigarettes and when I was trying to quit smoking multiple times, you know, you tell people that you're going to quit smoking. And then every time they see you like, Oh, how's the quitting smoking going? You're like, ah, you know, it's, <laughs> it better be going well, or else you're going to be like negatively reinforcing this thing a little bit every once in a while. So, um, that's the other danger of kind of calling your shot or, or having these goals that are beyond your control, because it can get a little frustrating. I think from time to time, if things aren't going your way, um, especially if you're kind of doing everything right and, uh, handling the stuff that, that you can control. So what are some, so I think, a, Roger's got all the tools in the toolbox to pull this off. I think if he does um, do what he says he's going to do and focus when he's playing and study a little more. And I think part of that is probably, you know, 
identifying your own leaks, you know, studying while you're not, not studying, but while you're playing, taking notes, recording the areas that make you uncomfortable so that you know where to study. Um, that's a good, that's a good uh, point of emphasis. That's a good kind. That's one of those things that you can control. So before we uh, let our audience roll on out of here, folks, um, what are some other good kinds of poker goals that now that we've had a couple of weeks into January to think about this for ourselves? Um, Taylor, why don't you go first and just share like some some kinds of goals or, or the ways that we might construct good goals for ourselves in 2023? Yeah, the, the one goal that I actually had for myself last year uh, was to have 100 dedicated poker study hours. Mm. And that was actually a goal that I failed on. Um, I did not put as much time uh, into it towards the end of the year and uh, just missed the mark, but I'm rolling that again and, you know, a hundred dedicated study hours and it's, you know, head down kind of pure focus time. Cause I watch a lot of like poker on Twitch and stuff like that. Like to me, that is not a dedicated study hour, but me like going through hand histories, uh, watching content created by, Rec Poker or any of the other uh, um, partners that we have counts. And it's like, can I get to a hundred of that? And it's very achievable. It's, you know, two hours a week. Uh, why couldn't I uh, hit those marks? So I'm going to go after that again. Uh, and then also um, I want to pick up my volume in terms of live poker. Cause I went through and uh, did a recap of, you know, how did I do last year, uh, both online and live. And I was really surprised by how little I had played live. Um, and I enjoyed playing live. And that was kind of like the main part of like me studying more and me doing all these things is for me to go play live more often. And I would like to do that. So I'm going to try and uh, up those numbers. I only did, I think like 37, tournaments last year live one a week let's get to 50 so yeah, like those are that. my goals uh chris kim eric rob any uh specific goals that you have for 2023 or any kinds of any other kind of sort of ways of thinking about goal setting that you found to be helpful in the past chris i mean i think like the accountability ones like taylor just mentioned like you know, in terms of like showing up to study or do volume, I think those are the ones you have control over. So um, I I am tired of hearing about all the player of the year stuff from 2022. <laughs> so I have penciled in on my calendar that I am showing up for the No Limit Hold'em series. I couldn't make, I only made like one or two of this. And I'm not saying that's why Taylor would have wanted it regardless. <laughs> but, but I am... I am showing up uh, to try to stop that train. Uh, yeah. So, but I think those are the kinds of things you can do. Like, say you're going to play live more, to sort of like commit to like uh, taking those kind of actions because you're not going to have control over whether you're going to win a tournament or not. Um, but the more you show up and the more you study, the more those kinds of things can actually show up for you. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and so that's a good example of the kind of goal that 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 can be successful that you can measure, you know, um, like um, uh, Sky Mizuhashi talks about different kinds of goals uh, on his podcast a lot. Uh, active study is kind of his thing. And so they have to be specific. They have to be measurable um, that you have to be able to, there, there's just, there, um, and, and yeah, there's the ones that you have, that you have control over. Rob, do you want to jump in there? Well, you're talking about smart goals. Yeah, be... I was talking about half of it, and then I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Specific, measurable, attainable, 
Um, I can't remember what the R is. And then trackable. Mm. Or have yeah. a timetable. A timetable. Right. That makes sense. Um, so those are some of the aspects of a SMART goal. My SMART goal, my only goal this year is to don't punt. I don't know if that's attainable or not, but um, <laughs> there's times where you get into uh, a situation and you say to yourself, well, here it is. I'm just going to go for it. I I really don't know if this is the right thing to do, but I'm just going to gamble right now. So I think if if I could not do that and not just gamble um, and use a more of, you know, studied approach or a more, um, I guess, uh, one of my strategic approach, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be punting as much. So if your goal is to not punt, how do you do that? I don't know. I'm just, just thinking that that would be a good goal. <laughs> <laughs> but that is something I think we, I, I've experienced that too, Rob, where I get into these spots in the hand where I'm just like, well, let's just see, you know, or like, you know, I, I know I'm behind here, but what if he's bluffing, uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. And I think we can tell ourselves, like, I'm just going to, I'm going to indulge in that less, you know, like I, I'm going to recognize that I'm in that mind frame and then just make a different decision that I've been making. That is sort of a discipline goal, uh, which I think makes sense. And yeah, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time specific or timely. Uh, so relevant was the missing one there. Um, so yeah, so, so good examples of that would be like, we're talking about volume goals, uh, mindset goals, content goals, you know, things that you're going to study, um, ways that you're going to spend your time, uh, those sorts of things. And, um, the only thing I want to reinforce to folks before we close the show is that, you know, meeting your goals is excellent, but even not meeting your goals isn't failure. And you can, like Taylor said, for instance, um, he didn't hit his goal of 100 of, uh, st- active study hours this year. And, you know, I felt like when I was quitting smoking, if I if I hadn't quit smoking forever, then that was like a failure. But the fact is, if I was smoking considerably less than I was, that's a success in a way. And Taylor, you know, if he, if he ended up spending 60 hours actively studying in the calendar year 2022, even though he didn't meet his goal of 100, that's a much better result than just not doing any studying at all. So don't think of not meeting your goals as failure. Just think about it as an improvement that even still you can you can improve upon. Obviously, it feels better to succeed. And so there is the kind of that tension between setting goals that are attainable, but still, you know, cause you to kind of reach beyond your comfort zone there. Because if it was just easy and comfortable all the time, we would just keep doing whatever felt naturally wouldn't need goals at all. Uh, so they, I guess that would be that any last thoughts folks, um, on their own plans for 2023 or some good goals that we might set. I'm also going to try and play some li- more live poker, more live poker in 2023. That's something I have control over. There is live poker that's played in my province. I could drive further more often and play it. And I'm going to this year. So I'm looking forward to that. So wish me luck, everybody. Uh, all right. Well then, uh, without any further ado, I'd like to thank uh, Taylor, Rob, him, and Chris, and Eric Anderson for joining us as a premium member. Uh, we didn't get to talk much with Eric tonight, but hopefully we'll see him again next week. Thank you to the Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino, and to you, the listeners. You're the best. See you again next week.